Welcome to a new episode of the Agile Timebox. Five minutes of Agile thinking with Billy Adams. Today we talk about self-organized teams and how to make them a reality. A few days ago, I was talking with a client about self-organized teams. He said that he was sincerely trying to give autonomy to his teams, but things were going dramatically bad. So he had to stop, go back to traditional way of doing things and manage people how he always did. As many do, he had a misconception about self-organization. It's easy to think that for a team to be self-organized, the management should just give them autonomy. The problem with this concept is that if you simply give autonomy, you risk to leave the team in chaos. What you really need to do is to make the team autonomous. The difference in words might seem insignificant, but in reality, there is a tremendous difference between giving autonomy to a team and making a team autonomous. It's pretty naive to think that you can stop managing a team that used to receive precise instructions and tasks and expect that they will figure out the rest. Let me use an analogy. I remember that when I was a kid, it was still common to see a traffic officer at an intersection to manage the traffic. As you can imagine, this system was quite inefficient. It required a lot of human effort, and traffic moved slowly. As time passed, the spreading of traffic lights outside of big cities was considered a big step forward. Initially, they needed someone to manually control the switches. Then computers started to do the job. Nowadays, traffic light systems are smart and coordinated across multiple intersections to optimize the traffic flow. However, the concept behind the most modern traffic light system and a traffic officer at an intersection is the same. Managing traffic. People do not autonomously decide when to cross the intersection. They wait to be told who can do what and when. This is very similar to the concept at the basis of traditional management. It evolved over time, but it's still based on the same fundamental principle of managing people. It's easy to imagine that if you remove any form of control from a crossroad, the best that can happen is a traffic jam. More probably, you will have crashes and chaos. The same is true when you give autonomy to your teams by simply stopping to manage. They will feel lost without someone who gives them directions. To make teams autonomous, instead, you need to implement deep system changes in your organization. On the road, we have solved the problem by replacing large intersections with roundabouts. The system now is different. It doesn't need any form of active control anymore. We have made a change in the configuration of the road, introduced a few rules and enabled the traffic to manage itself. It has been proven that roundabouts are safer and improve traffic flow by more than 50% compared to traffic lights. Of course, creating autonomous teams in an organization is not as straightforward as replacing traffic lights with roundabouts. So, what can we do to achieve that? A way to remember the key elements to foster successful self-organized teams is the 4 C's formula. Competency, commitment, collaboration, and coaching. Let's start from the first. Competency. This might sound like common sense, but believe me it's not. If you want powerful teams, they have to be made of competent people. And there are two ways to ensure you have competent people. Attract talent, and invest in their growth. The one doesn't exclude the other. Some organizations believe that they can attract talents with good salary and then leave them to do their job and nothing else. Talented people want to grow and want to learn continuously. You have to give them the space and the resources to do that. The second element is commitment. 
Having highly skilled professionals in your teams is not enough if they are not committed to reach your goals. They will not express their true potential if not motivated. And the best way to motivate people is to give them a purpose. Attract people who share the organization vision, and they will commit to reach your goals because they want the same thing. The third element is collaboration. Once you have the right people, and they are motivated, and willing to work towards your goals, you want them to collaborate and act as a unified entity. This is not an easy task and it is why there is a fourth C. Coaching. You need to coach teams to be autonomous. Managers should be leaders able to coach their teams. Someone who is able to unleash their potential. Help them to find the best ways of working together. Just like a football coach does with their team. A great coach is not one who has to scream to the players what to do, is one who works hard with the team before the match, and when the match comes, he can seat back and enjoy the victory. To wrap up, I hope that this brief reflection on why most organizations fail to create successful self-organized teams will help you to remember that giving autonomy it's not enough. You need to help your teams to become truly autonomous. It requires some effort, but it will pay off. Our five minutes together are over for today. Thanks for listening to the Agile Timebox. If you enjoyed the content, remember to subscribe and share. See you in the next episode.